Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Uh, it's Sunday, the 27th, and I have another sit rep here for all you listeners. Uh, there's been a couple things going on since the last time I recorded one of these, uh, and I, you know, I've actually had this kind of written out for a little while. Uh, I took an impromptu trip uh, up to the northern part of Michigan. Uh, with uh, Jake and Ryan, who were uh, some previous guests on the show, uh, speaking about hunting. Uh, hunting season opens here in Michigan uh, next weekend, so we were up there doing some scouting and setting up some tree stands and things like that. Uh, I was learning a lot. Got a chance to, uh, to see some elk for the first time, uh, see a lot of deer, uh, and I'll be talking a lot more about all that in a future episode. But I wanted to get this recorded uh, because, like I said, there's a lot going on. And I wanted to touch on a couple things, expound on a couple things, and just get this out there. Uh, so the last time I did a sit rep, and talked mostly about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, situation, that incident, uh, and a particular article that was floating around. New information uh, with Kyle Rittenhouse that came out uh, over the past week, approximately. There's now a discrepancy with the date on the arrest warrant that was issued. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, well, I mean, it's just a clerical error. Well, that also uh, error also exists within the computer system. Um, so the the question that this is starting to bring up now is how could Rittenhouse uh, flee from prosecution, as argued by you know left uh, by left leaning people, the media, whatever you want to call it, uh, on a charge that hadn't yet been entered when police had you know according to his uh, defense attorney instructed him to keep moving the night of the incident. This was in an article that was on thetruthaboutguns.com. I found this, and I thought it was pretty interesting because uh, if any of you guys have ever been through legal proceedings uh, or even honestly seen any TV shows or movies, those details matter. So we'll see how that, uh, how that impacts what's going on, and it's a continually evolving situation with that, whether it's going to be self-defense, whether it's going to be uh, you know, rule to murder, what have you. There's a lot of details and a lot of different things that, that are going to play into that. So we'll be watching it closely, certainly. The next, and probably uh, most important that's been going on in the media, uh, last weekend, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Uh, tragic. She's a woman whose lifetime accomplishments, uh, both for women in this country, are always going to be remembered. You know, she was a, uh, she was a co-founder of the ACLU's Women's Rights Project. I th- she was like the second woman ever. I'm pretty sure it was the second woman ever. Uh, and the first Jewish uh, individual, I believe, to be elected to the Supreme Court. Those are, those are big deals. That Those are benchmark, you know, uh, accomplishments uh, in the history of this country. Um, so what's being reported now was according to her family who was there when she when she passed on uh it was her dying wish that her seat in the supreme court not be filled until i it was either the 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 next president was decided or until calendar year 2021 or whatever have you um the problem with this it's not an issue of respect for justice ginsburg uh it's a matter of the country works a certain way. Our laws, our processes, they work a certain way. And the seat, which she filled uh, starting in the Clinton administration in the 90s uh, until, you know, now we're in 2020, so almost 30 years. And uh, that seat was not hers to give or to will away or to dictate. 
uh, she served, just as all of our government leaders do in this country, at the pleasure of the people. The process, is, it, the, the, the sitting president nominates an individual and they have to go through the process to become a Supreme Court justice. Uh, and we saw how, how you know, they can go really well, it can go very easily, or look at what happened to uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, the proceedings that were drug out with that individual, the accusations, which I'm not going to get into that. Um, but the Democratic Party and uh, liberal individuals, I've seen it all over social media, are now calling for, uh, oh, we should be waiting. Trump should not be allowed to fill this this vacancy. Uh, there's not enough time uh, in the Trump presidency to fill this vacancy. And... Uh, that's just not true, okay? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, she was, she was, her process took it took forty two days, guys. So to say there's not enough time, that's just that's a stall tactic. Uh, to say that it's not fair, to say that uh, that you know, that, oh, it's President Trump, so he should he should he just shouldn't be able to uh, be able to to do it because it's Trump and that upsets the left and it'll give the Supreme Court uh, a. a unbalanced setup of you know six conservative justices and three liberal um that it doesn't matter all right in 2016 when these roles were reversed and the democrats were trying to fill a seat ginsburg herself made the comment that the president does not stop being the president in the last year of his term so just because it's inconvenient that that that's not a deciding factor it's not even a consideration in this um, you know, so to, to see that this is going on, I've had, I've seen comments like, oh, you know, people saying, oh, I'm deeply saddened and completely horrified to think of what our country's going to go through. Uh, I, I've been called out by friends, uh, you know, for laughing, uh, at, at these kinds of accusations and commentary. Uh, apparently this means because I would like to see a conservative leaning justice on the supreme court that i don't care for my own mother or my own wife because apparently this new justice is gonna uh, uh you know reverse everything that ginsburg did we're gonna see all women's rights stripped away we're gonna see everything that she stood for and everything she did reversed which is i mean utterly insane okay that's not how it, it works it, you know adding a new justice doesn't give you carte blanche to then go back and undo 30 years of legal precedent now, there are some cases they're looking at, and abortion is one of them. And that's why these comments are being made saying, you know, I must not care, uh, and that, you know, women's rights are under attack. It's not true, okay? Trump's nomination, Amy Comey Barrett, A, she's a woman. <laughs> B, I'm pretty sure one of her biggest issues right now is the Second Amendment for uh, nonviolent felons. Um, it's not, I don't know. It, my problem is not so much with the policies, it's just so much with how it's being handled by liberals, because it's President Trump doing it. There's, you know, and if, it, if the roles were reversed, it would be, oh, this is a great step for our country, this is fantastic, uh, and, you know, people come, come out and they say, and I've been, I've been told this uh, by, by individuals that, oh, well, I don't want to see an unbalanced court. So, well, there's, there's no rule, there's no law, there was nothing in our founding documents of this country saying that the Supreme Court needed to be balanced based off of political views. It's not a thing. Look it up. It does not matter. Uh, yeah, is it going to reshape the way the country looks and works? Quite possibly. But that's how, that's, you know, those are the rules. That's how the game is played, as they say. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm positive that we will see 
uh, we'll see some very questionable behavior from our elected officials during this whole process, just as we did with Justice Kavanaugh. Um, it's unfortunate, uh, but that's, you know, if, <laughs> if experience has shown us anything, it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, cause the under, the accepted and understanded, uh, um, behavior right now is that if you're a liberal, you are doing the right thing. And if you're a conservative, not even necessarily a Trump supporter, just a conservative, uh, you have the wrong opinion and you must hate all women and you want to put guns in the hands of criminals. Um, that's just, it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, but these are all lies that are pushed and peddled uh, by the media and by people who are just, you know, huge anti-Trumpers. Is That's been my experience. That's my opinion. Um, and I'll, I'll say it to anybody. I've had a lot of people uh, tell me, I don't care who the president is as long as it's not Trump. I've seen it in writing. I've had it said to me, uh, anybody but Trump. Well, you know what? He might not be the nicest guy. In his personal life, he may not have been the most ethical person in his marriages, but I, I think he's doing a pretty decent job with the country. Um, and, I, and honestly, I think that uh, Amy Comey Barrett is probably a, uh, a pretty good candidate for the Supreme Court. Uh, hope, my hope with this, the only issue that I really have in mind is, is the Second Amendment. Obviously, that's the premise of this podcast, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we see some reform in the realm of Second Amendment rights and things for gun owners, responsible gun owners, get a little bit better uh, with her on the court. Maybe we look at some things like maybe, hey, maybe the NFA. <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath, but hey, that'd be nice. The next thing that I want to talk about on this, and this is this has been a, a real, uh, a real big issue in the news lately, is the ruling came down in the Brianna Taylor uh, incident that the police officers involved were not going to be charged with murder. Uh, those of you that are unfamiliar with the Brianna Taylor case is in uh, Louisville. Uh, the original story that was spread by the media that came out and circulated through the internet was that police executed a no-knock warrant and shot Brianna Taylor in her bed. No-knock warrant, no uh, announcing uh, that it was the police. They entered the uh, apartment, they killed her boyfriend, and they killed her uh, without cause, and nothing was done about it. Jump forward a few months here. Judge ruled that they will not be charged for murder. What is not being addressed by most of the media are the facts that have come to light since then, such as while the warrant that was issued was a no-knock, the police did knock and they did announce themselves. This was testified to be true by their, the, the neighbors who heard it and witnessed this going on. So the police did announce themselves. They did knock when they entered the apartment. The boyfriend opened fire on police first, which did hit a officer. I believe it was in the leg. It was, uh, he, he was hit. And so the police returned fire. Um, yeah, it's a tragedy to see any loss of life. Uh, and, you know, uh, right now it's so tough uh, for our law enforcement because it seems like everything they're done is put under a microscope and it, it is being examined uh, by the, uh, mass, the, the mass outrage mob, uh, so to speak, on, on social media. It's not fair, right? It's really easy to analyze stuff after the fact. Okay, you can spend 90 days picking it apart and they have less than 90 seconds, the whole, the whole incident. Um, 
it's just, you know, you look at, and you look at the whole situation here, people say, you know, Brianna Taylor's a hero. Brianna Taylor was, uh, an innocent. She was a public servant herself. Well, okay. She, she was an EMT was not an EMT at the time she was killed. Uh, from what I'm reading, that was due largely in part to an incident involving a dead body being found in her rental vehicle. I have not been able to delve into that uh, super far right now. I've been busy with some other things. Um, but I can tell you most people I encounter in my life don't run into those situations uh, just on happenstance, right? You usually do something to end up in those kinds of circumstances. So, um Maybe she wasn't a perfect person. Uh, and I think the upsetting part here is it's just another person that goes on the list of these uh, individuals who were, yes, killed in confrontations with law enforcement. Um, they're being heralded as heroes by the liberal mass, uh, the left, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and they're, they're not that great of people, honestly. You look at uh, Jacob Blake, rapist. Look at George Floyd deeply checkered past okay history of resisting arrest domestic abuse uh you know threatened a pregnant woman these aren't fantastic people but those aren't the details that are being spread all the all the media wants to focus on is the police brutality and we need to defund police well you know what now you're seeing headlines that the politicians in cities like portland where they wanted they came out and fully supported the protesting uh the occupied zone chop or chaz whatever the hell they called it now it's just turned into mass rioting for 65 plus days i'm sure we're coming up on 90 plus days of unrest and uh quote unquote protesting the politicians have actually the mayor the 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 governing individuals there have actually come out and said that they've lost control they don't know what to do to fix that situation well no shit you're telling me that uh, allowing people to dispense homemade explosive devices ieds uh towards police officers discharge weapons resist arrest uh burn down whole cities like minneapolis and kenosha uh over these incidents you're telling me that's not the right way to handle it no shit i would never have known but if you were one of the people that went online and denounced this when it all came about you were just labeled a racist because you must not think that black lives matter which could pretty much not be further from the truth uh, your political beliefs, 9.9 out of 10 times, have literally nothing to do with skin color. I am not ashamed to say that when I was younger, because of my life experiences and my opinions at the time, I was a huge Barack Obama supporter. Okay, now I, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily agree with with what a lot of what he did. Okay. A lot of people voted for him and everyone, and, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, it's because he was, it's because he was black. It's no, he's a charismatic speaker. The country, I think, uh, was not happy as a mass after the Bush presidency, both terms, uh, and it was time for a change. That doesn't mean that because people voted for Donald Trump afterwards that you're automatically a racist because we didn't vote again for a minority candidate. Uh, that's not what that means. Oh, you voted Republican, so you must be uh, a racist or a bigot. No, that's not what that means. That just means that your political views don't align with mine. That's all it is. It's just a difference of opinion. Uh, and it takes all kinds of people. Dad, you say this to me all the time. Still says it. It takes all kinds to make a world. All right? 
that's how this country was founded. Okay, we have we have debate, we have argument, we find a solution in the middle, and we move on. Uh, the constant, I'll be honest, really, and I've experienced this a lot in my personal life lately. The amount of uh, cyberbullying or just straight up bullying uh, that happens uh, from liberal individuals is honestly disgusting. Okay, uh, I, I think it's uh, it's terrible, and I think that uh, if this if we can't as a country come together and overcome this. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's pretty sad. Um, we can't continue to uh, burn down our, our country's largest cities uh, and then have our elected leaders support it all in the name of, one, and most importantly, re-election and money, obviously. Um, but two, just in the name, you say it's in the name of, of social justice because, uh, you know, there's all genders, creeds, religions, races, whatever, all represented as victims of those riots. Business owners are, last time I checked, not all business owners are white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Americans. My family is Hispanic. My family at a restaurant, we lost it to an arsonist. There are black business owners in Minneapolis that spoke out after the riots. And I've said this before, you know, these people that want to say, oh, well, you should have insurance, you should be fine. Okay, well, should have insurance, do have insurance, and then we only have some insurance. There's a lot of... There's a lot of wiggle room uh, in that statement uh, if you actually know what you're talking about. And insurance takes a long time to pay out. It's people's livelihoods. So where's the justice in that? Hmm? I, I just, I don't see it. Um, I think it's awful. I, I think that uh, more people need to do their research. When we have these police-involved incidences, uh, you, you need to wait before you pass judgment. Don't just assume it's, you know, and, and I see it, uh, another, another situation, I had a friend go missing. Okay. I had a friend uh, around the city of Detroit go missing. Uh, the Detroit Police Department posted uh, his description and information on their Facebook page. If you've seen this individual, please let us know. You know, Here's the contact information. And within the first three comments, here's some jackass commenting, hope he's found, please don't shoot him or his dog. And looking at the other missing persons posts on there, I found that this individual had done that on three to five other posts that day. Hope they're found. Please don't shoot them or their dog. That's like, really? What kind of asshole does that? You know, people's families watch that post. People's families are are checking that post to, to see if there's any information posted with the hope that their loved one is found. And you have assholes like that. And guys, and I, don't, I try not to swear that much, but this is something I'm pretty passionate about, obviously. You have an asshole like that posting something so ridiculous and it, it, it all in the name of, uh, oh, political correctness because, uh, you know, the police are our enemy. Well, you know what? When someone's breaking into your place, trying to burn down your home because your political views are different, I mean, who would you call? You're going to call the police. And if roles were reversed and the people were all, uh, you know, uh, we were rioting and looting and having these uh, quote-unquote peaceful protests in the names of things like Christianity, oh, then you bet your ass you'd want the police around because that's what they're paid to do and that's what you demand. The outrage mob, it's, and you know what, there's a documentary that's been out, I haven't watched yet, uh, about social media. I believe it's on uh, one of the subscription services. I think it's Netflix. Social media is going to be the downfall of our society. I really think so because it just brings all these people together um, and it's a, it's a gathering of uh, hate mostly. I've 
pretty much kept my social media active to promote this podcast and to share information, uh, to learn from all of you and to help teach what I, to help share what I know, uh, with all of you, um, past that, uh, you know, I use messenger to keep in touch with friends. I can't share anything. This is like a picture of my dog, which I mean, who doesn't love dogs, but uh, I can't share anything political, even things that are borderline political or have a political undertone to them can't post it can't share it because somebody's going to take offense to it because it may not align with their ultra sensitive needs i can't stand it i think it's absolute uh absolute bullshit that that's where we're at right now um so uh i i mean the election is uh a little less than two months away uh, today, right now, as I'm recording this, it's uh, September 27th. It's Sunday, and uh, we have our first presidential debate this coming week on Tuesday. Uh, and I, if I were you, I'd be watching it. I usually am not one for debates, uh, not even in the presidential election where it, you know, arguably means the most. Um, but this one, I'm, I'm going to check out. I really want to see how this goes uh, because I feel like this particular election more than any of the elections in the past 20, 30 years uh, really holds some heavy consequences for us as a country. I think we're going to see a, a lot of things figured out. Um, you know, and, and, go, and looking at everything that's even just transpired in the, in the last uh, two weeks with the Supreme Court and the Rihanna, uh, Rihanna Taylor case rulings, uh, those kinds of emotional reactions. Um, that just can't be how we run our lives and run our country. It can't. Think about yourself personally when you make your decisions based off of emotions. Uh, people who talk about they have uh, spending problems, right? Uh, they make an emotional purchase, right? They use retail therapy, and then you end up running up credit card bills, things like that. That's just like one example, right? Uh, you're a compulsive spender. You just you do you just you knee-jerk reaction. You let your emotions drive the wheel. And then before you know it, you got a $1,500 credit card bill uh, that you don't know how to handle or maybe you can handle it and you just really didn't want to. Um, you cannot let emotions drive. Okay, You have to use the facts. Make an evaluated decision. If you can actually look at the facts in front of you and you can make a decision that you can live with based off of those, whether it's about abortion, whether it's about gun control, whether it's about immigration, whether it's about, I mean... Well, <laughs> hunting and the laws that go with hunting. Okay. As I found out this weekend, there's a lot of rules on the book and laws that just don't make any damn sense. Uh, whatever it is, do the research and really figure it out. Is it going to be fun? Probably not. Research sucks guys. Okay. Um, research half the time for this podcast is really awesome for me. Uh, it's one of the things I really enjoyed about this podcast research. The other half of the time really, really sucks. Um, it, it's not always fun. But you usually feel better about it because at least then you can say, well, I looked at all the facts from multiple angles and I made up my mind. This is how I feel based on my religion, based on my personal opinion, based on my beliefs, based on whatever. But you have to, you have to put the work in. Do, you should not be, do not let the social, social media, the mainstream media, the liberal media, whatever you want to call it, don't let, you know, just you hear your friends say, make up your mind for you. It is okay to have a different opinion. Okay, it's okay to have a conservative opinion, and you don't even have to have an opinion that aligns all the way with one side or all the way with the other. God knows I don't. But like we say on this podcast all the time, do the research for yourself. And hell, you may turn around two, three days later, two, three hours later, 
and share that information with somebody else and go, Hey, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I was just reading this article the other day. I didn't know this. And that really changed things for me. Well, if you're able to share that information with them and maybe even, and go as far as to share the source with them. So that individual, that friend, family member, acquaintance, coworker, whatever can look up for themselves. Maybe it changes their opinion. Okay. Then you start to, it's a trickle down effect, right? Start spreading to more and more and more people. And the same kind of process that was used by the media to start spreading these ideologies and these opinions and this very close-minded way of thinking and believing what we're told can be, can be used to reverse engineer all the damage it's done. But it, you know, it starts with us, right? It starts with, with you and I just doing the work, make up your mind, spread information. Don't spread, I, you know, the, the, uh, the, the opinion of the media don't spread just the, the generalized accepted opinion. And, you know, because, and honestly, here's the big indicator. If you need to do more for yourself, if you sit, if you were to sit down and have a discussion with somebody about a particular topic, can you speak intelligently for at least 10 minutes about it? And by speaking intelligently, I do mean having a back and forth conversation, not just share your opinion. Can you support it? Can you argue it intelligently for at least 10 minutes? If so, then you've probably done your job. If not, you either probably should just say, hey, I don't know enough to really argue this, but here's my opinion right now based on what I do know. You know, and then maybe after that you go and you do look up, you do look it up. Uh, But you definitely shouldn't be persecuting anybody for having an opposing opinion if you yourself haven't even done the work to, to, to learn all the facts. Okay, like hold yourself to a higher standard and hold yourself uh, accountability, guys. It's huge. Honestly, I love accountability. I think um, in the firearms world and training world, uh, accountability makes you a better shooter. It makes you, uh, it makes you smarter, better. Uh, it makes you more helpful to people around you. Accountability is how we're gonna remedy the situation. I I think. And in, in the if I had to like bring it down to one core. Uh, attribute of people. I think accountability is one of the probably the most important things. If we all hold ourselves more accountable for our individual actions, thoughts, beliefs, we'll be okay. But it's going to take some time. It's going to take some work and it's not going to come easy. And I think that uh, we should embrace that because it wasn't easy when this country was founded. Um, and nothing that's ever worth doing uh, is easy. So think about that. Uh, that's all I got for you, though, guys. Uh, it's just been a lot of real passionate thoughts. I've had a lot of time while I was walking around the woods uh, this weekend to really uh, think about some of these things. So uh, I wanted to share it with everyone. And uh, I'll have another episode coming uh, later this week for everybody. Uh, and until next time, do the work, put in the time, research your facts, and be prepared.